Good evening, everyone. Um, it's another uh, edition of the Sport Podcast, and um, with me today, I have um, Israel, and I still also have my colleague um, in person of Okwe. But we've um, invited two other guys. Um, today we re-invited. I'm going to say re-invited. Um, Shaya, and I'm sure most of you enjoyed, um, you know, his analysis and um, discussions last week. So he's back on the show uh, for today's edition. Uh, good evening, Shaya. Good evening. Thank you, everyone, for having you once again. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. Um, good evening, everyone, again. And um, today we have um, Tajuddin Abiodu, uh, who is going to be you know, giving us the insight in sport, in football, and also in basketball. And um, good evening, Abe. Good evening. Nice to be on here today. So, um, it's just, it's, I, I don't know, I don't know. Do I, do I need to say good evening to Israel and Ope? Uh, I think we... Before, we deserve this now. Come on. <laughs> We've had enough good evening from you guys already, but it's fine. Good evening, Israel. I hope you are fine. Good evening. Good evening, guys. I'm good. Okay, great to hear that. And um, also, good evening, Okoya. Good evening, guys. Good to be here as well. Great, Okoya. You don't, you don't, you don't sound like you're excited to be here. That's why I didn't want to say good evening, but that's fine. No issues. Um, that's that's what you get for you know not having to be in the championship to to get the fixtures. Anyway, no, start start your attacking. Hold on, stop attacking me. Well, we are talking about people that are in the Champions League this week because, as we all know, you know, this week I'm um, at the Champions League and um, we've seen many teams qualify for the next round of 16. We've seen the guys that are looking like are going to actually go all the way, and then um, we've also seen the guys who are looking like they're just jokers and you know are trying to, you know, just be amongst. The, the, the best, but even though they are still really, really struggling. And um, we've also seen the guys that, you know, the regular guys who are just doing their own thing in person, like in clubs like um, Liverpool. So I'm just going to go straight into it. Um, Shayet, do you think um, Man City are going to win the league based on the performance that, you know, they gave this week um, against PSG, the way they dominated? I think um, we can all ag- uh, agree that 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 match was almost like a one-sided, a one-sided performance. Uh, we didn't see Messi, Neymar, Mbappe scored, but based on performance level, we I don't think PSG was at that level at all. What do you think? Well, I want to start by giving some serious kudos to Manchester City. Not because uh, I'm, I'm sure we all know what level they are and how how good they are, considering that. Um, the, what they are showing us in the Premier League, but this kudos is because of the lineup they fielded against um, against Manchester City. Of course, they had um, obvious absences like um, Kevin De Bruyne in the squad, and um, I think uh, the defense was a pairing of um, Diaz and Stones, where they they missed out on Laporte, and um, there were still uh, some obvious. Uh, some positions that were lacking. Someone like Bernardo Silva played them um, out of his position, I think, because some um, folding wasn't also present, if I'm correct. And uh, aside from this, oh, Zinchenko played in the midfield, yes. And you you just see quality oozing around that team. Uh, it's, it's really surprising that we see these things and we don't recognize how great a team they are. It's, 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 uh, I'm shocked to say that uh, what they are doing in the Champions League is, is really wonderful to see. I'm happy they, they can pull off those things being an English team. So, talking about whether or not they can go all the way, most certainly. The expectation is that Man City is going to go um, all the way to the finals once again. Uh, they missed out on it last season, but I think this season they are up for it, considering the other teams that are supposed to be challenging are slacking. So really, well done to Pep and his team, and uh, I think we'll be seeing them in the semi-final finals of this competition. All right, let me let me just jump in here, all right? Because <laughs> I I I could have been on the bandwagon of Man City, but you know, Man City, do you know Man City's problem? Man City's problem is their greatest weapon, and that's Pep Guardiola. 
that is their problem <laughs> that is their problem yes we can say man city will get to the finals but can they win it i'm not sure because still that same person pep is going to hinder them look at what he did last season the season before and and all those kind of things they are always coming up with this excuse oh pep is overthinking and all those kind of things but i that's see i'm not i'm not surprised that they are coming back from a, a goal down against psg my own is like my expectation for Man city is the champions league is champions league or bust for me so yeah so i'm not i'm not moved by any of these group stage uh, oh, matches one, or, or anything it's champions league or bust yes yes one thing i'm sure of is that Pep Guardiola is going to learn from his mistakes i really understand this issue of overthinking and then just at the last moment they tend to to fade away and part of it is also because of the pressure he puts on himself i don't i don't, I don't think it's the Premier League. i just think it's he make he makes some dumb moves let's stop saying this guy is overthinking no uh, he makes some dumb moves how will how you play champions league final final without a dm without, without a striker I think I think that's that's what um, makes um, Pep interesting, and um, we still oh, we we are still going to regard him as one of the best. And we but if it's Mario, if it's Mario, what would you say? Would you, <laughs> well, would you would you use the word interesting? Well, we are not we are not talking about Mario now because they are not he's not even in the Champions League. But um, we are talking about the teams that are currently you know you know dominating and i believe man city are also currently dominating but it seems that we are you know on uh, people are actually not looking at properly or maybe i think maybe i would say people are looking at them but are not really really believing 100 percent in them and that's a, a, a team in person of chelsea so i'm just going to go to um abby yeah um what, what what do you think about chelsea's chances of winning the champions league this season because we've seen how they you know they uh, what would i say they dominated juventus from start to finish in that game and they were able to you know deliver four goals in that with with without their number nine striker without some of the players the likes of chiwell going out while likes of Kante not also you know, playing more than 30 or 20, 35 minutes and they were still able to easily, you know, defeat Juventus without stress. What do you think Chelsea can do this season in the Champions League? Um, basically, I just want to say you've answered your own question. <laughs> Look at Chelsea. They are without key players and they can still pull this off. I think, I think I expect a Chelsea-Bayern final, by the way. Wow, I that's a big Chelsea. yes. That's a big call. I I I think I well I, I think I want to turn towards that too because Israel has just you know spoken about Man City and Pep overthinking. Yeah, going, the, going, going back minute. to that, going back to that, I don't want to take anything from Man City, but I don't think any team should be outscoring the front three of PSG. I think it's all down to management, and then they've added Messi to their team. He just he, he brings something else that's not been in the team before. I mean, their focus has always been Mbappe and Neymar. But now we all know Messi. He likes to drop, get the ball, and run the ball. Neymar is used to doing that. So I I, I feel like um, they're having problems in their team, but we're not just seeing it on the pitch. Their their output has been really really low, and I still think that's down to management. I don't well, think Pochettino can handle those guys. Well, uh, I, I, I tend to agree also because uh, the likes of Messi, Neymar, Mbappe are currently actually you know delivering at at a low at a low uh, lower than expectation. We know what Messi is capable of. We know what Neymar and the like and Mbappe can do. And these guys are not uh, you know outscoring what if, things what as, if, we, as what <laughs> as we expect. The French yeah. league is tougher on Messi than you think it is. Well, we, we are not going. To, we are not going to accept that meet. I think that's a meet, and we all believe Messi is just going to do his thing. That's not. How that's is not he a meet? He's not a meet. No. Well, well, well. Don't, I <laughs> we don't think. Meet. I don't think any league. I repeat. I repeat. I don't think any league will be tough for Messi. Is Messi? Come on. So, but uh, he's yet to prove it. to prove it. He can't. It forever. can't be this bad. I mean, Messi. 
Let's be real. Yeah. For record, um, Israel is a Madrid fan, so I don't, um, you know, expect more him to. Oh, that explains it. That explains it. To like so much. Anyways, talking about Real Madrid, um, they've also easily qualified for the next round, and um, we all saw the video where um Casemiro was trying to get a yellow card so that he's going to miss the, you know, the last game and probably be clear for for that um round of 16 tournament um israel were, were you excited to see that kind of you know thing from your from your player uh, because at the end of the day will you, will you call it a, a smart move or a, a dumb move because um as a lot did decline that that gesture from um Casemiro, but from the player itself what, what do you think from the player itself i think it's a smart move i mean how is not a smart move he gets a yellow card someone on the bench bench gets gets um champions league game time and i mean it's it's win-win for everybody and casemiro gets his rest so it's i feel it's a smart move for me from him but i don't think it should have been that obvious for the cameras so i've caught that but hey it's a smart move well um... if you call if you call this a smart move what are you going to say about trying to get a penalty i mean Regardless, you're still trying to help your team. And trying you think that's a penalty. smart move. I don't I don't think I don't trying think to get a penalty is like a smart that. move. Yes, hold now. on. Come what, on. what I'm saying is I don't think things like that should be encouraged in football. I mean, let the game just play out. Why are you trying to get a yellow card on purpose just because you want to sit out a match? Yes, yes, yes. I think it's a smart move. Even trying to get a penalty for your team is a smart move. That's what they call take one for the team. Uh, so as regards um, the Casemiro thing, we we believe uh, personally. I think um, you know FIFA should look into that and just you know also educate players more to be, be more strict about these kind of things. Um, so just moving on, um, we'll just touch on you know Bayern Munich and what Lewandowski is currently doing. We we've, I don't think anybody would argue if he wins the you know ballon d'or but we are we're currently we are seeing agenda from the chelsea fans as regards Jorginho. we are also seeing agenda from Messi fans as regards him winning copa de Rio. and we the latest one was bundesliga actually pushing that agenda for lewandowski to win the ballon d'or okay what do you think about that is it true is it rather too late for for bundesliga to be doing that uh i i, I don't know is he or is this something that is still very much in, in the window for Bonde, for Lewandowski to win? But because we all know how La Liga used to push Messi's agenda, you know, and we can and all see how England is also doing for Cristiano Ronaldo and Salah at the moment as regards pushing their agenda. But now, now we are saying Bundesliga is, you know, joining the party where they are looking to push um, Lewandowski. But is it rather too late for this agenda for, for Lewandowski? Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think it's it's actually um, late because um, you look at some of the decisions as regards the award. Some of those decisions have already been made. Um, nobody can question what Lewandowski has done in the past two years. You know, he's been very consistent, bargaining goals, you know, for Bayern Munich in relevant competitions. And, you know, it's not just about his goals, his his hold up play, you know how he how he links up with his other players, how he even scores scores some fantastic goals. So um, I think he deserves to win that Ballon d'Or. He deserved it last year, he deserves it this year. But of course, um, we know the politics will always come into play, so you can never be too certain who will win it. So I think um, the Bundesliga should have done a better job in terms of. You know, they should have they should have him everywhere. They should have his highlights everywhere. You know, slap his highlights on our faces on Twitter, on Facebook, on every platform available. You know, the, the I, recent video that he released was even just like it, it, that. That didn't really even show anything. Show what this guy can do. Show what he has done over the past year. Uh, well, we'll see who gets the award eventually. Well, the, the interesting fun, uh, um, thing about this year's um, war, um, Ballon d'Or is that we actually cannot say for sure who is going to win it. For like, I think this is like the one Ballon d'Or that in a very very long time that we we we, we are seeing different fans saying, "Oh, Messi." Some fans are saying Lewandowski. Some fans are also pushing 
the agenda, which I believe is just an agenda for Giorgio. Um, we are also seeing some guys saying Ronaldo at his age coming to England and still doing what he's doing at this at this particular moment. So it's just an interesting time for us, and we are looking forward to that next um, next um, week. And uh, we've also confirmed that Pedri is going to be the you know the golden boy. And um, we've seen some people say, oh, what has he done, or what has he not done, or what is it is it due to you know his um, longevity of playing different games? Uh, but are, are we saying um, um, Pedri is is a, a you know a deserved winner of okay. okay, well, yes, I, I heard you. Um, I look at I look at that list, and I think I think he's deserving of the award. No, no youngster has um, played as many games as he has done. Let, let's even leave that out. But you look at some of his performances at the top, top level. He was at the Euros, he was at the Olympics, and of course played so many games for Barcelona in the past season. So I think he deserved the award, absolutely. The only um, concern I have about him is that, you know, he needs to add, you know, some um goals you know to his game you know some more important decisions in the final third and i think of course he has a very good career ahead of him the yeah. the word the one the one i was a bit concerned about was gavi gavi was number five on that list um he barely started playing in august sorry please what number was number five on that list was fooding on the list i think jude bellingham was second I'm not sure Foden was on that list. So Foden yeah, was so. In, in the in the previous year season. before, yes. Yeah, the year before, and um, I don't think. Uh, well, I, I believe he should still, you know, he was he should be on the list probably because he was on the list last year. Please. Now he's not where is on the list. Green, where is this rubbish boy in my Greenwood? Because where I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, Pedri. <laughs> <laughs> Pedri is what? Pedri just come everybody in Euros and literally didn't play Jack in the Olympics. But with the amount of games that he played, he usually to scam you guys. And you think he's the golden boy? No. I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not on that. I'm not on that. Pedri being the golden boy wagon. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. I, I'm sure many people would um agree, and many people also. So, who do you guys feel that. should have won it? Who do you guys feel should have won the award? Jude Bellingham. It was second. So let's see who you think should have won the award. Well, personally, based on hype, and we all know how hype works with this game. Um. At the end of the day, if nobody blows your trumpet, nobody's really going to know you. And um. I think uh, Pedri had the highest, you know, blown trumpet, especially with the fact that Messi left Barcelona. Barcelona fans are actually looking for somebody to just hold on to, to say, oh, we have another star boy. And they are looking at Pedri, who is going to maybe become their next star boy. And, you know, we've heard the names of Gavi and all those kind of players. But uh, it's just the same way Xavi once quoted that we have so many wheelchairs in Spain. Why I one view share right so we are just going to wait and see what is going to happen on pedri and just to talk round up and uh, around champions league teams that you know the, the teams that have, have qualified for the next um, round are chelsea manchester city man U, liverpool who also won their game very very you know very conveniently in a group of in a supposed group of deaths, we've seen what Salah is doing, is scoring goals left, right, and center, and you know, just doing damages everywhere. But AC Milan gave themselves a chance by having that late winner against Atletico, and Atletico are looking like they are going to, you know, just go back to La Liga. And that's um going to end um the Champions League. Um just to touch on Europa League, we are seeing the quality, the good teams also still doing well. Uh, sorry, in, sorry, in, just to chip this in, please. Um, is it time for Simeone to leave Atletico Madrid? Well, <laughs> we'll touch on that in in the La Liga session. Let, let's let we touch on that and we'll get back to that question on um, in the La Liga session. Um, Israel, uh, just to quickly round up on um, Europa round. Um, for I think the 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 the, the 
the the major talking point for the Europa League this week was, you know, um, that's not even the Europa League. It's also the, the Conference League, actually, where Tottenham lost to um, one team that nobody knows about and Conte coming out to say the, that statement he actually did make uh, as regards not knowing that the problems in Tottenham was more than what, you know, he had initially um perceived so uh are we are we uh are we saying that conte Mourinho actually did you know a a good job at tottenham based on what conte is saying or are, are we going to say conte still needs a little time well uh, um i'm a fan of what Mourinho did at, at tottenham i think he was um not given enough time and um in premier league we we tend to judge Mourinho because of his record and we don't realize that some of the jobs that he has taken in Manchester United and Tottenham have been pretty difficult ones and at the end of the day you have other coaches come in and then they perform at a super level and you're like oh actually Mourinho did better than these guys so for me I would have said that um, if they had given him a little time the fact of the case is a trophy for example would have been a boost for Tottenham and um, he was on the verge of at least getting the boys together. I would say the, say this because of the, the way Son and Kane, who are like the spine of the team, were firing under Mourinho. Uh, the first half of, of the season for them was, was really amazing. They were scoring and assisting each other so far. So uh, it, will have, it will have been nice to have uh, Mourinho giving a little more time. But you see, for Conte, I'm really disappointed in him taking the Tottenham job. Uh, it's, it's sometimes, I don't know whether it's, it's a matter of desperation or you just want to get at the job. Well, I, I'm not a coach, so I understand that sometimes when the, the opportunity comes, you just want to latch on it. But not Tottenham. You're coming from Inter Milan, a title-winning team. It's just like someone like Zidane taking his time. There is nothing bad in you taking your time. A, a big team is always going to come. To, uh, I don't know. It, it, sometimes you see some choices and you're like, it's like this person wants to just purposely dent uh, his, his track record. Because where exactly does he want to take Tottenham to? Does he want them to win the Premier League? Is he trying to win a trophy and then leave? What exactly is the aim in taking Tottenham? Uh, at this point, I think Conte should be aiming for teams that are going to be competing for the trophies in, the, in their local leagues, for Champions League, not losing in Conference League and then telling us you didn't know it was difficult, but that to me really doesn't concern us because we don't want Tottenham to do well. So you're coming to Tottenham, you're a good coach, we admire you, and then Kiana say that's really, it's, it's, it's going to go downwards before it gets better for Tottenham because your big players now want to leave. Ndombele feels, oh, this might not be the best for me. Harry Kane is looking, oh, I should have left. I probably want to leave. And then someone will feel, okay, ever since everybody has gone, maybe I should as well leave. And then you start scrapping for wins here and there. So really, I feel for him because I think he's a great coach. Manchester United fans feel like Conte would have been the best fit. But he 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 has so much to do. I, Sorry, I not every Manchester United fan. Not every <laughs> Manchester United fan. Oh, oh, yes, true, true. But you know, there are not a lot of I know a lot of coaches to pick from now. It was Zidane well, or Conte or the likes and all those things. I didn't want so, Conte uh, at all. I think I <laughs> think his style is outdated. Well, we we'll get we we'll get to we we'll get to the managerial aspect of things. But um, for 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 Tottenham, like Shayad um, initially stated, um, it's it's I don't know. Like you said, sometimes you just don't take that job. But I, yeah. I think what he did, he did that because of his friend, um, in, in, in person of the director of football. At, uh, at yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So okay. I think he just did that out of respect for him. And we also that during the summer he didn't take the job and you know yeah. coming back. And so let's just say, let's just see how it goes with, with time. And um, hopefully we are wishing, we hope we have Conte all the best. And um, a team who is currently doing very, very well in uh, the Europa League is actually West Ham, who were, who went, you know, Group A and who topped their groups, uh, their group, and um, they are also doing very, very well in the EPL. Are we, are, are we, are we, are, when are we going to give Moyes his accolades? Because I, I, I'm not sure when we had that blip of Manchester United and um, going towards, you know, 
um, seventh position, eighth position, even though most most Manchester United fans know that he wasn't really bagged with whatever amount he, the, the players he wanted. But then we still sacked him at the end. He went to Spain where he was also sacked and he has been able to re-establish himself amongst the, you know, the, I would say the, the would I say the C-list coaches or B-list? I, I think it is the C-list. So the C-list um, coach, you know, the coaching um, area. So when are we going to uh, give him the accolade? Because last year, he could have actually made the Champions League with what he did. And now he's still doing very, very well in EPL, doing very, very well in Europa League, making sure Antonio is scoring. Everybody is scoring. The team is playing very well. And, you know, it's just looking like everything is working for them. Okwe, what do you think about Moya's season so far? I think he's, he's done a fantastic job considering he lost the West Ham job at some point and he was brought back. <laughs> um, I think in terms of giving him his accolades, we can start by saying he, may, he could maybe be a B-list coach instead of a C-list coach because... I think right now Tottenham, um, West Ham is they are now at that level where they are now competing for the top six, you know, top seven. So um, also you know playing in the Europa League. I, I loved how he has navigated that Europa League group. You know, he had he has this you know very lovely squad where he can bring in the likes of Mark Noble, Mark Mas- uh, Masuaku. You know, a couple of other guys, start, regular starters like, you know, Sushek, you know, just mix them up, you know, rotate with his um, regular Premier League squad and get, and get the desired result. He has won four games and drawn one in the Europa League, which is, you know, a very commendable record. And of course, they are still, you know, doing very well in the, in the Premier League as well. So I think he has done a fantastic job con- considering how you know, he, he managed, you know, to lose the job and come back. He finished, he finished sixth last season, which was very wonderful. And he has kept up that pace this season as well. I see them, you know, if not making the top four, should comfortably finish the top six, top seven this season as well. Well, that's um, a big a big call from um, Offred there, um, West Ham making the top four, um, uh, which <laughs> a, a position. Some people, I hear some people are now saying, you know, UEFA Champions League might have to increase the slot for for England, probably to five teams qualifying now, just to how just to show how competitive that league is. And um, talking about comp- competition, um, we can now all well, it's not confirmed hundred percent, but at least sources have confirmed it that Manchester United will be, you know, bringing in. Who they call the Gege man? Uh, who I think I've, I've seen so many nicknames already given to to him. Some are calling him Ragnarok. Some are calling him um, the guy from the series. Uh, some are calling him, you know, Gege Master. <laughs> exactly. So many names already coming up, and um, I don't know. Um, Abi, are you excited for this for 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 this manager to be in Manchester United? Um, right now, and what are your expectations from him exactly? Um, I think every Manchester United fan will be happy with this change. I mean, we all saw what we went through with Ole, so that change was really needed. I mean, Manchester United fans would have been happy with any other coach except Ole. That's how bad Ole was. And then I've seen um, a couple of clips about Ralph. I think is a philosophy person. I hope we don't have another Vanga on our hands. But well, looking at him, I've seen, I, I've, I've been hearing philosophy, 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 and that's what was so to us about Vanga. I just hope we're not, we're not, we're not making another mistake again. But he did a pretty good job with Leipzig, taking them from I think their third league. I'm not 100 percent sure about that to um, their top league. Yeah, and then actually. the likes of the likes of Tuchel and Klopp, I've had like really good, nice things to say about him, about his style of football, about how he understands football, and I think that that's that's one thing that Manchester United really needs. 
And when I say Manchester United, I don't even mean the players only. I mean Manchester United as a body. We don't we don't really have people that understand football. So yes, I'm very very excited about about the new coach. Well, um, I'm also excited um, considering the fact that uh, well, at least there's there, there's just a good change. There's a good atmosphere. There's also a, that collectiveness amongst fans that okay, we are actually going towards the direction that we we are expecting. And um, like um, before the show itself, of, of where I am, Chaya were already attacking me that we they know they calm down. They they know they humble. We know humble, but hey, hmm. nobody, you know nobody is looking at winning the league. Um, nobody's going over the board to say oh, we are going to win the league next year or this year. Well, we can win it next year, but not this year. And um, nobody's saying, oh, you want to win Champions League or something. But the truth is, Tuchel came in and everybody, let's not lie to ourselves, when Tuchel came in for um, for Chelsea, nobody said Chelsea was like this Chelsea that we are seeing right now, right? But Tuchel was able to just show that, see, when you have a good manager and you know what you are actually doing, you can actually make these things work. So let's, anything can happen in football. We are not going to count it out. The gap is not so much in the EPL. The gap is not um, the gap also in the Champions League. Not like there are no good players in Manchester United right now. So anything can happen, and we are really, really open-minded about this change. And uh, talking about uh, change, 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 we 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 are hearing some things about. Uh, you know, Liverpool looking to want to get, you know, other players in into them just to support Salah and uh, Mane because something happened this week and we, uh, as regards club, making a comment uh, uh, about African players and many Africans actually did say, oh, you know, the, the two best players in Liverpool right now, no, I'll say attacking players in Liverpool right now are African. Africans and you coming out to say that statement was kind of insulting and we've also had some fans say see it was just out of contest and I don't know um Israel what do you think about that statement did, did you hear the statement from from club as regards to what he said about the nations and um, that will be coming up in January um for one I didn't really read up on his story so I don't think um um I'm in the best place to answer this question so I, I didn't okay, let me let me let me just take it up let me take it up okay um, please okay. I, I i i watched the i watched the interview where you know club talked about um the little tournament that is making headlines and um I, I think it was just a misconception at the end of the day you look at the idea of what he was asked he was asked about oh uh, you know the interviewer was like there's no international break till March or something like that. They were just trying to point out that there's actually a little space where some players have to leave for a tournament. So it wasn't an actual trying to undermine the tournament. And I think he tried to clarify that in the subsequent interview that OJB Sports did, where he said that um, he, he meant that, okay, some of his best play- for a tournament that some of his best players are leaving for, you can't call it a little tournament. So I think um, it was just misunderstood at the end of the day. So um, he has to find solutions. He has to find solutions because this is when you know, the likes of Chelsea and uh, Manchester City will be licking their lips that, okay, this is when we can actually, you know, gain some momentum against these guys if they don't find, you know, one or two Please, I have a question for strong players to come in. Yeah. Do you think Klopp would have said that about years? Well, you know, I um I don't know how to put it. I think the context is that Euros would not have a tournament in in between the season. Now there's there's obviously that um you know space where we have the World Cup coming in between this a season next year. But re- in in the realistic sense, the Euros will not come in between the season. So I doubt if there would have been a perspective to bring in the context of Europe here. And um, of course, like like he said in the interview with OJB Sport, he clarified it that okay, this is this is what this is what you heard, but this is what I meant. And see, regardless regardless of whatever he he meant, I think you need to be aware of 
your surroundings. You need to be aware of things that you say. You well, as a coach can't, can't that's, refer, that's, that's you can't you can't you can't refer to a tournament as little, even if it's happening for just one week. I mean, the tournament is happening in a big ass continent, Africa. Wait, wait. Let me oh, let me let, let me let me play the devil's advocate here. Afcon, is it little or not? Come on, let's not go there. Afcon is little. Let's with infrastructure, with with organizing, with everything. Is no, Afcon no, no, no. You can't say that, Israel. You can't say Afcon is little. If Afcon is little, then the salaries and the monies will not be coming to play Afcon. The the ethos of this world came to play I this mean, competition and played it with pride. So you can't say it's a little competition. So there was a time we used to have the best eleven from Africa and best eleven uh, in, in in Europe play against each other. These are tournaments that you know guide people who are going to select players to do that. So Afcon is not a small tournament, regardless of oh if we're going to say oh it is but the size or the magnitude, it is a tournament that we all look forward to. When See, they bored, they bored. Hold on, hold on, Israel. Hold you on, guys, Israel. in your mind of mind, do you really look Israel. forward hold to Afcon? Israel. Yes, I do look forward to Afcon. When we all look forward to Afcon, <laughs> when you know, it's now it's now even a bigger tournament than yes. like really because of the quality yes, of Israel. When the Africa comes up now, yeah. So um, as as regards under twenty one, under twenty seven, those are little tournaments, and we can all agree that not many of us, you know, watch those those tournaments. So those are what we, you know, you categorize as uh as little tournaments not african cup of nation not tournaments that can actually take you to confederations cup so those so israel please and uh, please uh, i hope i've been able to convince you and not confuse you anyways moving let, on let me bring uh, my uh, point <laughs> let me bring my point here let me bring my point you know you you people know that scarcity brings value that's one Afcon every two years, every two years they play Afcon. Compared to the Euros, where every four years, people really, but, people really but, fight hard to qualify for Euros. Israel, Israel, and Israel. everybody, that, 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 everybody that, 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 watches that, 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 the Euros cannot work because we no, just calm saw down now. Messi. over the, the years. Let's talk about let's talk about TV year. ratings. Let's talk about TV ratings. Afcon don't longer have the same TV ratings as as, as it used to. That's, that's, yes or yes? No, that's that's wrong because they have more sponsorship now. But anyways, that's not even the point. The point is that every two years they have Af- uh, Amer- um, what's 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 that the the cornball every two years, and that's in South America. Nobody would ever say it's a small league. We some people wake up and watch that, even though you know nobody's going to say that because Messi is there and the and the likes are, uh, and we have. Salah, money. We have superstars who plays the nation's cup. We cannot say it is a small league. Please, uh, it's a small tournament. Israel, please and please, I am Israel. going to. Israel. I'm going to. Another, I'm going to arrest reason. you. I am going to arrest you for that statement. Another but reason anyways. why your analogy is flawed, Israel, is that you know there are talks. Wenger has talked about um, suggesting you know changing the World Cup to two years because. You know, there's a certain generation of players that, you know, may get to miss out on the World Cup and things like so many um, analogies that I brought about, you know, suggesting a change of the World Cup to two years. So are you telling me that the change to the World Cup to two years, it becomes a small tournament or people lose interest in watching the World Cup? I don't think so. So the the AFCON is the biggest African tournament. And I'm very sure that every country that qualifies is looking forward to, to watching the Afcon. Even yeah. those that didn't qualify look forward to it, and even people around you know different parts of the world as well. We have big stars now, like Shea was trying to point I out. I would I would see how many teams. games you people will watch in the Afcon. Well, that's that's apart from Nigerian matches. Not your watch. Let's watch. Anyways, <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on, guys. Um, and uh, we we'll just touch on well, what are they calling it? 
um, on La Liga and then we'll go straight to basketball and just to round it up. And La Liga right, currently, like um, Israel said initially on the show, is Conte, is Conte, um, Simeone rather losing it or is it still demand for Atletico? Personally, I would say, you know, it was quite disappointing that in that group where you have uh, Liverpool, AC Milan, FC Porto, Atletico, let us not lie to ourselves. Atletico are playing the worst football amongst those guys. They are not exciting. They are not ambitious in that time in, 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 in their games. They are not even looking like they want to win. They are not looking at, you know, you look at their pattern, you look at their gameplay, you look at everything they are trying to do. For a manager who is the highest, you know, paid manager, yes, I know he, he has earned that because he has served Atletico very, very well. But still, is it still, you know, that guy you want to leave? Can, can a Man City, a Liverpool, a Chelsea, even a Man U, even like any team in the world who are looking to move forward, want to act like employ um, Simeone to be the next man in charge? I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. Um, Abe, do you think, do you have a different opinion about that? Uh, no, I, I, I think, as I said before, I, I feel like the football world has left Simeone behind. Football has really evolved. I mean, the likes of Pep, Club, has really changed what football is about now. And then, um, I think Atletico, we are still looking at Atletico based on what Simeone has achieved. Look at, when you look at their setup, I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure about Luis Suarez, you know, upfront for them. He can't deliver as he used to. Felix hardly ever delivers. If he's not injured now, he's out for some reason. So if you look at where they have their key players, as long as their key players are not performing, then they are not they're not going to be able to achieve anything. And this is still all down to the management. He is not willing to adapt to the new style of football. The earlier, the better for him, because I don't think I don't see him pushing any other team apart from Atletico. Well, I agree on that. Um, but there's always that one team that would you know want to try and see if he can replicate whatever it is he has done in Atletico. And um, just to wrap it up, guys, I will quickly dive into basketball and the era we should call that a day. Um, currently, LeBron James is back for Lakers. And um, they've been, I think they've been having the up and on, but there's a particular issue that happened during the week where, you know, LeBron James was, you had this encounter with Houston's guy in person of um, Isaiah. And um, everybody are saying, in fact, two, two issues from LeBron James this week. There's one where people called him Le Snitch, and there's one where you know, everybody said oh, he did it on purpose, he didn't do it on purpose, and like he's just been a lot of mess, and the whole team has just been like in a, in a chaos at the moment. Israel, what do you think happened there? Do you think LeBron actually did that thing? Like, really elbowed the guy? And do you think that one gay ban was enough, just, you know, for, for LeBron after, you know, and this will be his first game suspension in 19 years and do you, do you think that, that was worth it or not? So um, basically um, I feel it's basketball number one, everybody knows basketball is a game of contact you get it or someone, um, you eat someone like it's tit for tat it's, that's, it's, that's, that's the game and people get injured people, people bleed and everything um basically i feel as i over overreacted because i mean yes okay you're bleeding you want to like you want to fight but the person is trying to apologize to you and all that i know there's anger and everything but i feel the guy overreacted i mean like literally i feel the guy overreacted and yes the the ejection was worth it um lebron james was um got ejected from the game but i don't think the suspension um was really worth it because 
I mean, looking at looking at the video again, I I feel like it's it was something not intentional. It was just in the motion and it happened. I don't think it, um, a suspension. What um, that one game suspension was really deserved. It's I I feel the NBA just caving in on people. Is, can I can I say something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I I still think the there was intent, yeah. But LeBron James didn't didn't mean that much impact. There was intent. I think he knew what he did, but he didn't expect the impact to be that much. That's what you get. From and I see time. people. I see people. I see people questioning um, the one game suspension. Are, are we questioning the one game suspension because it is LeBron James? I mean, that's the king. Yeah, is that why people are questioning the one one man? Some, some people said. Some people said it should have been more. Some I I feel like I don't really think the the one game suspension was worth it. Anyways, I mean it's LeBron James. The news is always going to spread. He's always under so much scrutiny. So yeah, he's expected. Uh, personally, I don't know where to stand because I, I would have assumed Israel. Who is not really a a, 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 super, a a fan of LeBron James would have said, "Oh, he deserves more than that." So I'm not. I don't even know what to say at this point. But that's fine. Uh, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, like Abi had initially said, I think there was also intent, but he didn't know that amount of intent was going to happen, you know, and that amount of blood and reaction also from you know the opponents was going to be that much. So. But at the end of the day, the game is still a contact game. I think Isaiah must have been tested after that game, and because that that reaction was just overboard, and something definitely would be would have been you know would have prompted no, him to sorry, sorry to cut you short. You can't say his reaction was overboard. You can't exactly understand how he felt. You can't say he, re- he you can't say he, he was overboard with how he reacted. He was bleeding. He alone can understand the pain that he was going through at that moment, the rage he was going through at that moment. So, okay, if it was LeBron James that reacted that way, would, would you have See, if, if if uh, it was LeBron James, you know, you know, LeBron has been has been See, has been injured league, like the, that. The league itself will be in disarray right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, the league will be in disarray right now if if positions were switched because lebron is not going to take that and we all know we all know that he, he, he influences the sports well, you can't that's, what that. you, that's what you get for being the best player for so many years and um i think he has he has something that accolades and that's very very fair on him um just to touch on the mvp race at you, the talk, moment, you touch on everything <laughs> the MVP that we have currently now is Curry and Giannis and KD. I don't I don't think we should be having uh, please please I'm please sorry. what is Giannis doing on that list? What is KD doing on that list? It's only Curry. Let's let's, let's let's close I don't think let's close the shop. Any hands at all. Curry <laughs> is the only MVP. Wow. Okay, I think I think we I'm, I'm we, very big on Durant, yeah. What is, what is Yanis doing on that? I, I don't want Yanis near that list. Uh, you know, no, box, see, box, box are not even, they are really underperforming. I'm quite surprised. So what happened with Box is that currently they had some players out. Medicin was injured for some point and they also lost, you know, their defender and where Janice was also out at a point. So I think they are coming back. They they had like um I think four or five wins on, on the bounce now and uh, which is good for their confidence and also sorry, their, sorry to put the shots but Kyrie Kyrie has been out since and I don't think anybody will be giving excuses as to why Durant is not gonna perform. So you saying because Middleton has been out that's why it's well, not coming. Well, the, um, for, for Durant, he has a, another superstar with him in person. Of, I, I don't think there's any excuse for Durant not to Durant him, has no he, excuse. He has no He has party meals. He has, you know, he has, he has, he has, he has everything um, he wanted. He has Blake Griffin. Uh, so he has, there are players around on, him. 
Uh-huh. There are players around him to actually. I don't think Kyrie's that. absence will, will be a big deal for him. I, at all, I shouldn't. I, it shouldn't be a big deal. But at the end of the day, no, you still want your player. It should be a big deal because I can I can tell you, if Kyrie was fit at the playoffs last season, we we would definitely have another story. Yes, definitely, of course. Last so you can't say you can't say Kyrie's impact will not be felt. So that's not the. I think the contest is what matters now. So what we are saying is. Regular games, the regular season games that they are losing, that they have lost. Even against Golden State, they, they were blown out. Probably like 20, 30 points because of Kyrie. A Golden State team that has only Curry as the main superstar is blowing you out. Not about, that's not the point. The point is that you have aging on your team who is a superstar you have durant who is also a superstar who even believes he's the best player in the league right and we have you have good shooters around you perimeter shooters you have the likes of um aris you have the likes of patty mills who is also playing at a level of the sixth man of the year so you have players who can actually support you but you were still blown out and they didn't even play like from the fourth quarter that's how much they were blown out like from fourth quarter they they were not there that's 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 really disappointing you can't say only Kyrie not playing would have made up for that please that's just an excuse for durant and i know you love durant but then that's still an excuse anyways and uh just to round just to round up i know I okay you're yeah, rounding up you're not touching up this time <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> We're rounding off now. Uh, uh, something something incredible happened last week during Arsenal-Liverpool's game. I think Ateta, you know, had this bust with club and many fans out in the world said, is Ateta, you know, on something? Why does he even think he has the right to be raising his voice at club? Why does he? So I think at the end of the day, Ateta has won some games, you know, but he's also doing quite okay at the moment and he felt he had the right to you know do whatever it, he had done to club I, I just want Okwe to address that issue or Sheye to address that issue do you think Ateta should have should have done that thing whatever he was doing to you know it was really aggressive and it was really I don't know and at the end uh, of the day he lost 4-0 that's well, like... I, I, I don't know if Cher wants to take this because if I say my mind, <laughs> let me just stop. So, um, for me, I, I feel like Ateta is just, just a showman, you know. He's a PR merchant. Because when he did that, when he, did, when he pulled that stunt, I was like, do you have the past question that you want to use to beat Klopp at Anfield? Because at that point, he was still goalless. Yes, I understand. I understand you trying to, um, you know, speak out for your players, you know, complain about some decisions if you feel like you are being cheated and things like that. But you know, you know what you get in stadiums like Anfield. You know the crowd is going to be on your neck for 90 minutes, regardless of you know what you do. So now, you know, inciting the fans, inciting the coach, you know, it's just unnecessary stunt in my opinion. And of course. He got the the results that I was looking for at the end of the match. <laughs> yeah, is that is that is that the result Ateta would have been expected at the end of, of the game? Shaya, you be. Yeah, I'm here. Hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, why why uh, that of course is not what he was expecting. Uh, really, I, I think it just humbled Ateta. Yeah, I think he at least now he knows his level. He knows. <laughs> I don't know. He knows who to fight against and the touch that who to respect. <laughs> I thought maybe he thought he, he thought he was dealing with Ole. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Does Klopp look like Ole? Where that it must have been a mistake, and I'm sure he has realized now that. When you are fighting in somebody's house, you need to look at the people, the dogs that he has, before you can start 
fighting any fight so that you will not stay later regret or but, but well I, 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 the team is really developing I don't see us getting to the strides of Liverpool in anything less than two three years really because Liverpool is a world coached team so I think but at least Ateta is still at the job Ole is out Lampard is out that's something to to really quickly mention that there, was, there were three and now they are one <laughs> or just one person that's left. plantation boys <laughs> anyway, um, anyways anyways that's um thanks um guys for for joining the show Thank um just so to much. just to um uh closing remark from me um chelsea man U is going to be playing this weekend i think that's the the game to watch um the i I think the mood in Manchester United will be different, at least because they are looking to want to impress the new interim coach, who everybody has said is a machine, is a you know a, an energy person. So you you are you are expecting no one no one is expecting to go and dominate against Chelsea away or you know blow them out or something. But putting a performance is what I would expect them to do, and I'll be predicting that one to end probably. 3-1 in favor of Chelsea. Abby, what is your prediction on that? Hmm. Do you want me to predict as a football fan or as a Manchester United fan? A football fan, please. That's why I predicted 3-1. Um, okay, as a football fan, I think 3-2 to Chelsea. Okay. Um, that's that's quite fair. Uh, the last time I predicted 3-1, bear in mind, was Liverpool's game and we were blown out in that one five nil. So I hope that would not happen again. And then okay, any last uh, prediction or closing remark from you uh, as regards the game or any other game that you might be looking out for this weekend? Um, well, um, really, with the strength of Chelsea, I think Chelsea will be too much for United. Um, I'll go with a 3 nil win for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very fine. Wow. Sure, wow. I'm sure behind the first mind because we're thinking about his fantasy there. Uh, but that's, that's okay. We 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 would all have many in the goalposts. I'm sure about that. And um I'll just um touch on Shay any um closing remark from you or any other game that you might be looking forward to at the, um, this weekend. I, I think it's just going to be a beautiful weekend to watch uh, Chelsea and, and Manchester United. Actually, I think uh, there's a good chance that that game might end in a draw because there's there's this new ginger with a changed coach. Although the new coach is not going to be at the dugout, but I think there's a chance that in my end hey man I want you to why is nobody how come no one is talking about City versus West Ham I think that's going to be an interesting watch also yeah it is going to it's going to be interesting because you would think that West Ham is going to do something and it's going to it's going to (laughs) they are going to be back out really because so are you ruling them are you ruling West Ham out completely yes I mean are you saying they can't upset Man City they cannot upset this man. This this Man City that we watched play PSG, the Man City that we watched last weekend, there is no upsetting them. They are going to beat West Ham. Well, West Ham, West Ham they, are actually like on form. They are in good yes, form. Yeah. You know, I was saying that they are, is you underrating them. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I saw that they are away goals. West Ham's average goal scored away is two point something goals away. But the fact of the case is, this is Manchester City. One thing Manchester City doesn't want to do is to lose. They bought. They bought. Please, I want to be on the next podcast so I can tell him that I told you. Okay, okay. that's that's very bad, dude. You definitely said that. That would be lovely to see. That would be lovely to see. <laughs> <laughs> they will. Um, West Ham is going to be blown away. All right, let me let me make my prediction. Um, I'll, I'll give you this one, two one. Ronaldo scored two. Mm. Well, wow! This 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 octopus Israel talking on wow, the take it amazing. to the bank. That's um octopus. like you are really predicting one footballer to score two goals against Mendy. Wow! Like it is a really difficult like scoring a goal. Even one goal against Chelsea is looking like 
uh, exam at the moment because that team is just you know it's just i don't know how solid how they, they just look so solid at the back so See, nice. this is it rudiger is going to my math ronaldo all true all true that is going to be his job and what? we all know we all know rudiger can get dirty and the moment you get dirty with ronaldo he gets frustrated he's not able to play We've seen that play out a, a number of times. The same Rudiger that my man team against Germany, Abi. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Don't no, worry. No, it is, no problem. It is Ronaldo. It is Ronaldo. We'll see what is going to happen on Sunday. And then we'll, we'll, I'm sure everyone will be excited um, to watch that one. And um, thanks everyone again. Uh, it's, it's been a, another a lovely lovely show and um, please do not forget to join the, the fpl um that is on our page and um you know do not forget to also set up your team 11 o'clock is going to be the deadline for that one tomorrow and enjoy your weekend see you next time bye everyone bye